47 years ago tonight, man walked on the moon. And depending on how these next uh, 110 days go, a lot of us might be thinking about trying to move there pretty soon. Trump vs. Hillary starts now! You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! That is indeed the official Mike Pence theme song as we <laughs> talked about on night one. They, uh, oh, it's my computer's on. <laughs> uh, you know, it's good though. I was like, what is that? That's how you know you're live, though. That's yeah. how you know you're live. That's how you know. I was, I, you know what? I didn't, I didn't trust you, Zach. I had to make sure I left it on. That wasn't a mistake. Anyway, yes, you can't always get what you want. The Mike Pence theme song, you can't always get what you want. If you're a broadcast network and Mike Pence speaks uh, 15 minutes into the local news out of prime time, uh, if you end up, you know, not getting him on your TiVo, maybe mm. you're lucky enough to watch it. Uh, maybe you don't have time. But we'll talk about uh, Mike Pence a little later. I'm Christian Blatt. Welcome to night two of Trump versus Hillary. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. We played some musical chairs tonight for no mm-hmm. reason other than it seemed like fun. To my left... <laughs> Camera right is, of course, Scott Moore at Sman80. Say hey, hi. I was going to say, hey, I wasn't sure when you're going <laughs> yeah, to I know. I, I'm like, am I introducing myself? Is he yeah. introducing? What are we doing here? And but then yes, hi, guys. Uh, in, in the middle, we have uh, Drexel Hurd at Ooh. Drexel Hurd. And down on the end, way on the opposite <laughs> end of the desk, Chelsea Galicia, also at Chelsea Galicia. Welcome, gang. Thank and, you. And uh, don't forget the show's Twitter at TrumpHillary16. Mm-hmm. Um, We've added a few followers. I won't say how many, but, uh, you know, we'd like a few more. Uh, follow <laughs> us there. You can uh, like us on YouTube, comment on YouTube, and some people mm-hmm. have. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. Rate us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. So, night three of the Republican National Convention, Ted Cruz. There's a lot of news that came from the uh, the Ted Cruz. Mm-hmm. I saw the uh, the front page of tomorrow night's, or tomorrow morning's, uh, Boston Herald Booze Cruise, I have to always call yes. out great headline puns yes. when I see them. That's that's New York Post worthy. That's that is, great, actually. Booze Cruise. Yeah. Um, I like that he started off, he played to the room. Uh, someone explained to him who LeBron James was, and he knew to mention <laughs> that, and talked about you know how America's going to make a comeback, just like the Cavaliers did. Um, so I guess I guess Hillary's Golden State. So we'll see how that goes. Um, he look. He talked to. He he had told some emotional stories. He talked about the little girl of uh, the police officer that was shot in Dallas. I, I think he he started strong, very heavy handed, talking mm-hmm. about the evil world that he wants to be free. You know, definitely threw out some red meat, some things like uh, President Obama had once referred to ISIS as a JV team, so they like to throw that back at Mm -hmm. him. The uh, Hillary, what difference does it make? So uh, before we get to the the end of the speech, we'll just sort of uh, go down the line and see what people thought in general terms about uh, what Cruz had to say. Uh, I'm going to start with Scott because I know Chelsea has a lot on this, so (laughs) I want to make sure everybody gets a chance. So uh, your thoughts on Ted Cruz, Scott? Uh, well, I have to say it was—it's the the snub heard around the world. I mean, that to me was the big thing of the his entire speech. Yeah, you can basically forget everything else. That's a great point. That he did not—he did not endorse Trump. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, and he not only didn't endorse no. Trump, I, he very specifically said so, in November, "Vote your conscience." Exactly, and you can take that any way you mm-hmm. want. But uh, he's basically trying to say that uh, you know you don't have to vote for Donald Trump and. Right. Um, 
someone who works here who doesn't like to be identified because of what their politics are, I won't say who it was, I was talking to them beforehand, he or she, and <laughs> they were saying, you know, it's like, the point mm-hmm. that he's making is, you know, definitely show up and vote, vote your conscience, mm-hmm. if you don't like Donald Trump, don't forget to vote for the, the down-ticket Republican right. candidates, who are probably going to suffer for the people who are like, hey, I can't vote for Trump, mm-hmm. I hate Hillary, but I can't vote for Trump, and, you know, obviously there, there could be a lot of issues there, so... That is definitely the main takeaway and how Cruz became the story of the night, Mm -hmm. which was not what was intended. Mm -hmm. I think that, uh, you know, the vice president, well, the vice president, (laughs) what they hope is the vice (laughs) president-elect, but uh, the vice presidential nominee, that should be the big story Mm -hmm. of the night. Uh, and uh, it definitely wasn't. Nope. Uh, we'll have plenty to say about him, too. Right. Uh, Drexel, your thoughts on uh, Ted Cruz. Was it really just overshadowed by you know the fact that he didn't endorse Trump? And did everybody who didn't take notes like I did already forget about... I don't mean here on the panel. <laughs> I mean just out there in the world. Did everybody forget about everything he said before that? I, I think that... Um... Ted Cruz did exactly what Ted Cruz wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, from everything that Donald Trump during the campaign talked about his wife, or during the primary talked about his wife, talked yeah. about his dad. Ted Cruz wasn't going to come out there and, and, and endorse Donald Trump. He actually right. mentioned Donald Trump one time, yeah. and that was at the beginning, yeah. and that was mm-hmm. congratulating, congratulating him, him winning, on beating yeah, being the nomination. Standing, and yeah. that was it. That mm-hmm. was the only time he talked about Don, uh, Donald Trump. Um, John Farview, who is President Obama's uh, former secretary, actually tweeted out and said, uh, Cruz will be the only one able to credibly claim he's the conscience of the party. Uh, Marco Rubio, uh, Paul Ryan, anybody who's looking to run in 2020 Mm -hmm. might not be the conscience of the party uh, or what they think. Like we talked about yesterday, um, you know, who embodies what the Republican Party is right now? And is that going to be Ted Cruz, that Mike Pence, anybody who's looking to run in 2020? And Ted Cruz set himself up for 2020s and I think that's what he, he that's oh, what yeah. he went there to do Absolutely. yeah uh, on the uh, PBS coverage David Brooks said mm-hmm. that uh, that uh, Ted Cruz put a stick of dynamite under mm-hmm. the entire convention which I think is a is a great way to uh, demonstrate uh, what he actually did uh, so Chelsea, you don't have any thoughts on Ted Cruz do you <laughs> okay well then go ahead <laughs> I want to start with one where I was pleasantly shocked to agree with him when he said that we need to build a wall I just had a feeling. It's the line, Americans are furious that the political establishment ignores the will of the people. That's absolutely right. I never knew that Mm -hmm. there was going to be something that I agreed with. (laughs) That sort of sentiment, I I think you would, you know, if if you did a Google search Mm -hmm. on that sort of thing, you'd find a couple things, but they would all be on that sort of issue about, you know, anti-establishment. So I thought I would start with, you know, the positive. And then a lot of it had to do with freedom, freedom, freedom. And, you know, it's great for anybody watching who can't get behind freedom. Everybody loves freedom. I love that George Michael video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, see, I'm older, so I go for that George Michael video, yeah. Yeah. So he went through and listed all the types of freedom. Freedom to choose education, even if you're not as rich as Obama's or Hillary or Trump. Mm -hmm. Um, Choose (laughs) doctors, uh, okay? Uh, Freedom from, from... Taxes, the IRS beating down your door. Uh, Obama was talking about tax reform eight years ago. That didn't go anywhere, and it's not because uh, I don't think uh, the Democrats 
stopped it's not it. for a lack of trying. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Um, well, I think with Obama, and I don't want to get too sidetracked, it was he really, you know, dug in on health care, and right. that was going to be hard enough that you kind of had to give, in, exactly. give up on pretty much everything he else. He used all of his yeah. capital, basically, to get that through. But anyway, back yeah. to your point, yeah. Chelsea. So he just went on on this list of yeah. freedoms, mm-hmm. and then he got to abortion. I'm like, oh, that's going to be interesting. How mm-hmm. are you going to spend freedom of mm-hmm. abortion? That turned into a protecting life. All right, fine. Uh but then I was like, freedom, how about, you know, they're talking about taking care of, of, of veterans and choices in health care. I'm like, they just voted to take to not allow doctors in states where medical marijuana is legal to prescribe medical marijuana to veterans. That was up for, for vote, and they said sure. no. So right. no choice on that. The Republican platform has decided not to be in favor of medical marijuana. So it's an odd thing to be not in favor of when your rallying cry is freedom. Right, but if you're right. Republicans, that's like saying you're in favor of damn hippies, and mm-hmm. that just goes so far back, I just feel like they couldn't possibly, <laughs> you know, if you're saying you're in favor of any kind of marijuana, you're in favor of all kinds of marijuana. It's sort of like we were talking about, you know, gun reform last night. So right. Well, right. That, I would, think that, that would be yeah. pretty uh, consistent with the whole freedom thing, too. Yeah. And, so, and let's talk about freedom, the justice system, right? We have mass incarceration on a disgusting mm-hmm. level. What about talking about the basic level of freedom for people to not be imprisoned so so much? Most of the, not most, many of them, at least half a million non-violent drug offenders mm-hmm. in prison. So yeah, why don't we I mean, grant basic freedom to people who right. aren't really a danger to society? I think that would be a good one. Uh, freedom, I guess they, they like a lot of freedom to destroy the economy. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's what he said, though, was it? That no, he did not, but that's what ca- occurred that's to me. That's what occurred to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and freedom to destroy the environment, I, I think, are well, other ones that would... Yeah, I think the- that that's, that's fairly consistent with the platform at the last few conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look, I think uh, it, it's interesting because, uh, you know, I made a few notes on things that he said. Um, and, look, obviously part of it is pandering to the TV audience, not necessarily saying things that people in that room are really excited about. Right. But, I mean, he actually said, gay or straight, the Bill of Rights protects all of us to live according to our conscience. And... I don't know. Maybe mm. Ted Cruz feels that. In terms mm-hmm. of the Republican nominees, I would say Rand Paul is probably the only one who's like, "Hey, I, I don't want to get involved in that." Yeah, I was you surprised know? he actually said yeah, that. That, 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 that. Really I stood meant to bring to that up. That's yeah. Especially, off. That and I weird. think I, I went on a Twitter rant earlier yeah. tonight, or just yeah. a live Twitter rant, and I tweeted. You know, I said, "Well, I don't think that." The, the GOP platform, the 2016 GOP right. platform, does not reflect uh, a majority of what uh, Ted Cruz is out there saying, especially on social issues. So no, not at all. But I, it was I, weird I, for him to yes, say it was that. Very I, I don't know that. where that came from. That also, was, I'm telling um, you, it was did, a 2020 setup. It did was, you know dumb. that we were allowing in um, members of ISIS? Because Ted Cruz wants us to stop You're admitting right. ISIS terrorists as refugees. I didn't mm-hmm. know that we were... Right. Well, I think that that's a a fairly firm belief that, uh, you know, some of like the Mm -hmm. Syrian refugees are, you know, sleeper, not even sleeper agents. They're, you know, well-disguised ISIS agents. Except none of them have done anything that that's true. But their argument to you would be they haven't yet because they're getting together wherever their their relocation (laughs) camp is. And, you know, it's a very real concern for people in that room. So, you know, he knows what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, He he knew what he was doing from beginning to end. And and I think Drexel, you nailed it right on the head the guy insulted his wife 
he insulted his dad, his, sure, his dad, right. but mm-hmm. his wife, and it was mm-hmm. just like, yeah, that's you know, it's we're never going to get past that. Yeah, point. it's, pers- and, it's and, personal. And, it was personal, and it became even more personal mm-hmm. when the floor on the floor, Heidi Heidi Cruz had to be escorted. I read out that right. because yeah. people were booing her yeah. and yelling and, at her, and, and they were yelling at him too. Yeah, that, yeah. you know that they wanted mm-hmm. Trump. Uh, someone on my Facebook said that. Uh, Ted Cruz did a great job uh, endorsing Gary Johnson, the, uh, the third-party <laughs> yeah, candidate, sir. which is pretty much what he did. You know, he's like, you know, his name's not going to appear on the ballot. So unless you want to write in Ted Cruz, right. you know, your choice basically would be Gary Johnson. Uh, but uh, make sure you vote for the Republicans down ticket. That's basically what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I like I said, that really overshadows everything mm-hmm. from the whole night is the fact that not only didn't he endorse him, he said, you know, you don't even have to vote for him. And I don't think anybody in the Trump camp should be surprised that this is what would happen. I was surprised that Ted Cruz was going to speak when, you know, the, the, right. they were putting the list together. I think, well, of course, Cruz isn't going to speak, you know, but uh, I don't know. And, I mean, you know, look, I, I'm I'm not exactly uh, in uh, Ted Cruz's core demo, as we say, but yeah, uh, right. the fact that he actually said that. I, I got to give him a lot of credit for that because, like you said, he's there to position himself for the future, yeah, whether that's twenty twenty or. I think that it, the is. whole theme of the convention, when we, I look back yeah. on it, is going to be the theme of voting your conscience. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, you know, absolutely. I think yeah. I think my biggest surprise, though, from the Trump camp is scheduling him on tonight. Like yeah, on, on, the thir- what, on, the on the prime on the th- on, on the third night. Why wouldn't you put him up? earlier Before yeah. Monday or in the smaller speakers earlier in the day Monday or Tuesday like to me it was odd again that they would have set him up on a day when they probably had a very good idea it, of what he was going to say it's almost like what we talked about yeah. for next week like you don't put Bernie Sanders on a third or right. second or third night you, you put, put Bernie him on Sanders the on a first night and you, and you, and you get him out of the way get him out of the way and you yeah. don't talk about him again so, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday hey, no. That, no, 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 <laughs> no but, but I'm I mean, saying, like, that's, the, that's the general feel right. of it so is, why would you put Ted Cruz on the third night right. and that's such a big important night so once again I'm like what are and, they and doing I, what are you thinking and I think that it goes back to you know we've obviously we've dealt with Melania this week you know now, what is Michelle Obama going to say? So, you know, next mm-hmm. week we talk about Bernie Sanders all day, but it's going to be all about what <laughs> yeah. Michelle Obama's going to say on Monday night. What if she quotes her song? Right. What if she makes I wonder, is so she, she going to take something from Tiffany Trump's speech? Just oh. to have it in this sort of segment. Uh, before we move on from uh, Ted Cruz, uh, in the chat room on YouTube, for those of you watching us live, uh, Will points out that Ted Cruz did a great job looking like the penguin from Batman Returns. That was the Danny <laughs> yeah. DeVito penguin. Yes. And uh, yes, I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Did uh, you see Donald Trump's tweet, though, about Ted Cruz? I don't think I saw that, so, no. So Chris Christie, like, you know, uh, Dana Bash was on the floor on CNN, yes. and she asked him, she said, what do you think? And mm-hmm. Chris Christie went, you know, and Chris Christie's trying to, he's like, please give me something in this administration yeah. if this happens. Yeah, which or is if Attorney not, General, I'll be Ted Cruz's running mate right. in yeah, 2020. No, right but he, like, went off the rails on Ted Cruz. Yeah. And just oh, said, wow, oh he doesn't that. deserve to be yeah. all this stuff. And then Donald Trump tweeted later, you know, uh, well, he didn't take the, you know, he took the, he didn't, he didn't, what did he do? He didn't honor the pledge. That's what uh, Ted right. Uh, the that's what say, Chris Christie was saying that. Chris too. Was saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trump tweeted that mm-hmm. after and said, "You know, I saw this speech a couple hours before. He didn't honor the pledge, mm-hmm. but you know, thank him for showing up, basically." Yeah, and I, mm-hmm. somebody pointed out that the pledge I think was made in that venue. Uh, it was. Yeah, and, it actually was during uh, the uh, debate. Paul Ryan. Yeah. Paul Ryan said, "You know, I made the. You know, basically, Paul mm-hmm. Ryan's like, look." I made a pledge. I said I was going to vote for whoever the nominee was, which was funny how that backfired because the whole idea of that notion of pledging to vote for the nominee mm-hmm. was so that Trump didn't run as a third-party candidate. Right, right. They, I think, didn't expect that uh, it was going to actually be them. 
then saying like, oh, I guess I got to vote for Trump now, you mm-hmm. know. But yeah, uh, for to Trump, you know, during the entire primary, he said he didn't think he, he was going to honor the pledge. So, right, that's yeah, right. I mean, now was, he's I expecting other that. people to honor the pledge. Yeah, that's that's it. It. You know, that'll so be the pretty. crazy thing yeah. if he doesn't honor the pledge in November yeah, and he doesn't, doesn't vote, vote for himself <laughs> and he votes for Gary Johnson. I mean, who knows? You know, Donald Trump is voting for Hillary. Exactly. He has before. Why won't he again? His kids probably will. So then to do some damage control a little bit later they bring in Newt Gingrich um, and uh, she was introduced by Calista Gingrich and people were saying what is she doing there as someone who uh, booked talk radio for a very long Mm -hmm. time if you want Newt a lot of the time you have to take Calista as well they've written they write books together so it's a package deal Um, she combs his hair yeah (laughs) she wipes down right oh I thought you were serious (laughs) you know what there's there's no guarantee that that that's not accurate so uh, she comes out and look Newt does uh, some damage control and he says you know how great is Donald Trump that he lets people come speak at this convention without having to endorse him (laughs) Uh, and, <laughs> he did some like transitive and, property and, then he tries yeah. to, and he tries to say vote your conscience right. means vote your conscience for anyone who will uphold the constitution yeah. and clearly Trump will do a better job of holding the constitution than Hillary so vote for vote for Trump so I don't know uh, we'll talk a little bit about Newt's comments we won't spend too much time on it but uh, but Drexel what did you think about having Newt come in and do damage control and was it effective I don't think that it was very effective and here's why Newt Gingrich came out there with a first night speech. He came out there with a mm-hmm. Make America Safe Again speech. Right. It was, it was mm-hmm. predominantly a foreign policy it speech, was. which Newt Gingrich has zero foreign policy experience. There is nowhere, nowhere in Newt's past where I'm going to go, oh, I actually believe Newt Gingrich on foreign policy, or I actually take what he says as, as a credible, and he's a credible person to, uh, to listen to. Um, he talked about Trump's infrastructure program. If you've ever been to DonaldTrump.com, there is no infrastructure mm-hmm. program. Um, there is nothing, you know, there is nothing about the Trump policies uh, that he's bringing forth to the American right. people that mm-hmm. says, hey, this is going to be a great program for the American people. Um, he certainly didn't do a great attack on Hillary uh, at all. No, yeah. Uh, which he could have been effective right. having having lived the Clinton administration uh, in the 90s. So mm-hmm. I don't know if Newt Gingrich was out there. I think he was just out there because he likes the camera. And yeah. I think it was like Newt's last hurrah. So I think he could have been a lot more effective um, on the first night. And yeah. maybe that speech with somebody else. Like, he could have said something mm-hmm. else, but that speech coming from somebody else's mouth on the yeah. first night. Right, absolutely. The other thing I know about Newt from uh, booking talk radio for mm-hmm. so long, he always has a book. And uh, so, you know. Maybe he's going to come up with a, a foreign policy book. <laughs> right. It could, be, it could be one of the children's books that right. he yes. writes with Calista <laughs> yes. about an elephant that learns about American history. And I'm serious about that. Look it up. Um, so, uh, look, he had uh, he did have some good points. And I know, look, look, uh, Newt Gingrich is one of those people. He's very polarizing, mm-hmm. but he's also, he's very smart. Just unfortunately for people on the left, the way that he synthesizes the, that knowledge drives him crazy. Uh, and he had a, good, a couple of good points. Uh, you know, he accumulated uh, some of the, the the terrible atrocities that are attributed to radical Islamic terrorism. Um, and there was a stat. I don't know where he got it from, but it really jumped out at me. Since January 2015, 30,000 mm-hmm. people have been killed at the hands of terrorists. And I'm going to assume it came from somewhere. And Let's say that he that it's way inflated, and that's still and that's ten thousand. Mm-hmm. That's still a lot, and I think that this is like you're saying, Drexel. This is what they were supposed to hammer right. us with on, on Monday, Monday, and they couldn't get their act together. Uh, and I mean, he really he makes the point that you know Donald Trump knows that we're at war with radical Islamic terror. Uh, 
And there are a lot of people on the left that say that, no, 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 we're not at war with them. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what we think because they are certainly at war with us. And the other great, uh, great, not great, interesting stat was that, you know, people throw out numbers like, well, only 9% of Muslims in Pakistan Mm -hmm. view ISIS favorably. But Pakistan has such a huge population. 9% is 16 million. So... You know, it's a problem, and that speaks very well to the interests and concerns of that room. Scott, do you think that uh, he definitely was preaching to the choir, but in a way that they were all all happy to stand up and sing hallelujah? Uh, No, I I think, like, going back to what you were saying about Monday night, because that's what Monday night was supposed to be about, and... But he was playing exactly what they wanted with that fear card, yeah. and he was playing the fear card because when he started talking in comparison to World War Two and all these other <laughs> yes. atrocities, and he made it sound like it was worse now than back during World War Two and other times, I, I was a little bit put off by that um, because that was really, really playing that fear mongering uh, that I didn't think was I, necessary. I, but I got what they were trying to do. They were sure. he was trying to go on that fear tactic and that fear card to get people to go out and vote, and like Republicans are the only ones that can protect you. But that's the problem with this night. Like, I don't want people to think that I thought that it was a bad speech. I think that it was an effective speech mm-hmm. for the content that it was, mm-hmm. and it just should have been on a different night. Absolutely. The, yeah. the problem is, this was supposed to be a night about Mike Pence, and about yeah. lifting everybody up, making them excited about mm-hmm. this vice presidential mm-hmm. nominee, so he could get out there uh, and and give a speech that was uh, somewhat effective. Yeah. Uh, the only person that I, I know we're going to talk about him uh, that was effective tonight was Eric Trump. Yeah. So why are the kids making better points than these career politicians coming out Look, there? And Don, was, Don Jr. and Eric, I think, would be a great ticket somewhere down the line. <laughs> um, you know, maybe not for president, but, you know, for some local uh, board or something. Uh, I wanted to give uh, Chelsea a chance to uh, chime in on Newt. Did you have any thoughts on the former speaker, what he had to say, and the way he carried himself? And The perfect fearmonger. Right. And he laid it out very um, calculated, mm-hmm. logically included stats. Sure. Told a very cohesive timeline story. He's a great orator. Right. Yes. Oh, yes, so that is. part was all good. Mm-hmm. And so you can say, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then the conclusion, though, which you say, how he synthesizes it, is just totally wrong. I mean, we have spent billions and billions and billions of dollars on our military. We have the largest military in the Mm -hmm. entire world by far. Mm -hmm. And so that is not the the key ingredient to making us safe because the military... Uh, right now, it's it's gone up. Even Obama has raised military spending. Sure, yeah. And that hasn't made us safe because here they are. And I, I don't think that Republicans seem to acknowledge that our military is part of the reason why these people are so angry at us. The other night when Melania was giving her speech, there were drone strikes in Syria trying to go after ISIS, but 56 civilians were killed. At least 56 civilians were killed, including Mm -hmm. 11 children. And if we don't think that those people that were affected, that lost family members and their children, are going to be angry and then find each other and then later take that anger out on us again, even though we intended to go kill ISIS and not those civilians. If we don't understand that those people are going to do something with that energy, and likely they're going to do something back at us at some point, we just don't understand the way humans work. So the military hasn't been a successful stop to it, because in fact, in a lot of ways, it's caused it, contributed to it. So it just doesn't make sense to me, the solution of must be bigger military uh, until what it's 
three quarters of our budget. I mean, it's already half. Um, I, I just don't understand the logic behind it. We talked briefly mm. at the beginning of the show just about the president's drone program. Obviously, right. I am uh, I, I'm not emphatically for the president's no. drone program, but I do support the president's I, I drone program. And yeah. um, you right. know, I, I think that I would much rather have. I, mean, I know President Obama, you know, has has contributed another five thousand some odd troops to the on the ground in Syria. Mm -hmm. But I'd much rather have drones flying overhead. Uh, um, than having um, boots on the ground, and I think that's where that's where a majority of the American people yeah. are when it comes to when it comes to national security. Right? Yeah, like anybody can. Nobody wants to. You know, it's like oh, Hillary Clinton's for war. Like right. nobody's, nobody's for, for war. war. Nobody's for abortion. Nobody's. No. You know, everybody has this idea in their yeah. head, and and you know, I look at it and go, the first role of the president of the United States is to protect American interests. Right. At, at the end of the day, and uh, and if that means sending our stuff overseas mm -hmm. uh, and then not bringing it back home then yeah that is going that is what I expect the president of the United States to do now whether or not you know Republicans uh, you know have this idea in their head that they know how to spend money on the military a bit better you know <clears throat> excuse me they're the ones cutting veterans benefits exactly they're the ones not raising military pay they're the mm -hmm. ones not focused on military families and it's been this president who has increased military spending specifically for military families uh you know not necessarily building other programs um but spending on military families so i think it's very hard for for um republicans to be trusted when it comes to the military uh not just on a program basis but on uh supporting the troops as they like to say from the ground mm -hmm. up so right Right. Well, uh, obviously, this is a good time to say we want to know what uh, all of you think. <laughs> Those of you not watching live and able to uh, chat on YouTube, uh, we're on Twitter at TrumpHillary16, so you can tweet us there. Um, and then, uh, so let's move it on to uh, Eric Trump. Uh, so he, uh, he obviously had very kind things to say about his father. He uh, loves him so, 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 oh so, so, so. Of course gosh. he does. Uh, he talked about, you know, how Trump uh, defied <laughs> expectations. Um, and uh, I was at that point, my wife was home uh, from work and it was on. Yep. And she said that, you know, when when Eric Trump said that uh, his father has inspired multiple generations, including millennials like himself, she just sort of was like, millennials, you know, this guy is, is you know, shouldn't identify with uh, with any real generation. I feel like it's very different. Um, he told a, told a great story that I don't know if it means that Donald Trump should be president, but he told mm -hmm. a story about an ice skating rink mm -hmm. and how much money the city of New York wasted trying to get right. it done. He just threw $2 million at it and uh, got it under budget and early. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, that is a great story. That mm -hmm. is the kind of thing that, uh, that Donald Trump can be good at. Right. So... How do you know, you, maybe he could be the czar of ice skating works. <laughs> but how do, you, how do you bring something in under budget when you're throwing, when you have to spend $2 million? Right. Yeah. So when I was already over budget, right. so you can't it means, come in under budget. It means exactly. that he threw in $2 million and it cost less than that $2 million. Oh, so got it. That, got I yeah. thought about that. Actually. I thought about it too, but yeah. I, I actually thought it was a good story, though. I mean, I thought it was well said in the sense that it made it sound like, oh, here's this guy, he's, here's he the businessman, yeah. and he invested into Goodness. the community, and... You know, so he made I, it sound yeah. like it, it brought the city under budget. It, just listening yeah, to it, you're yeah. like, eh, you're you're convincing yeah. people of something that didn't happen. Yeah, right, exactly. And I and I want to I want a status said. report on the <laughs> state of that ice skating rink now. Yeah, exactly. You know, how is it doing? Exactly. Have we seen its birth certificate? No, but uh, you know, and so how uh, profitable is it? Is it making millions? Right, exactly. 
and then you know, obviously, there's there's plenty of red meat mm-hmm. in these things, and he talked about uh, that we need uh, Christmas from public use, and I didn't know that we were going to get the war on Christmas at the convention, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it came up, and the Pledge of Allegiance mm-hmm. uh, taken out of our schools. So uh, you know, he he really uh, pushed all the right buttons, but he again these uh, these Trump kids. You know, Don Jr. and and Tiffany. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking forward to Ivanka tomorrow night. I feel like <laughs> the kids are uh, they're they're kind of running away with the show in terms of <laughs> the quality speeches, or is it just that we're all too kind to say anything? They're bad the only about ones him? talking about. That's Trump. true. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So they're, they're the only ones talking. They're the only who ones who mention know, him. They're the only ones who like him. <laughs> That's right. probably what it comes down to. Um, so yeah, what uh, Chelsea? Your thoughts on Eric Trump uh, and not the individual his speech? Yeah, the only I I. A pre- I, I like the Oprah story about how... <laughs> oh, explain yeah. what it was for people who missed it. I, I did have that in my notes, but yeah, yeah go ahead and explain it. He, uh, I was an avid Oprah watcher, but sure. apparently not this episode, where <laughs> Oprah asked Trump, will you run for president? And he said, if America gets bad enough yeah. and, and like needs me badly enough, <laughs> yeah, then right. I will, I'll then I will my, do it. I'll come in my white horse and I'll come and save the day. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that he, so Eric made this sound like this was a move out of sacrifice, mm-hmm. self-sacrifice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about that all the time. He, Trump talks about sacrificing right. his business all the time. Right. So this is not surprising. Uh, so that struck me. And then the other thing about, you know, my father taught me about uh, integrity and honesty. And uh, I did, again, one of those moments where I was looking around like, is he serious right now? Because we just know factually Donald Trump is incorrect so much of the time that to say that a value of yours is honesty is that you got from your father is uh, total BS. Look, he doesn't. Tr- <laughs> I mean, does anybody does argue that can Trump even argue that everything he said is not true? I mean, we, we just I mean, know. He, he, look, as he a does. Fact. A tr- he does a tremendous job with the truth. He's going to be huge with the truth, right. and you're not. You're going to be blown the away most, by the, the, the most truth ever. The, yeah, the, the, the truth. <laughs> to, to steal from truth someone else. Yeah, the, the bigly truth. So, Drexel, I saw on Twitter you commented on something that Eric Trump said. I wanted. There's a specific one, which I'll let you start with this, and you can move on to the else. But but uh, he made the point that uh, Donald Trump is a person who does not need this job. Right. And you mm-hmm. said that uh, that was the most honest thing anyone said in this convention. <laughs> uh, I like that a lot. So talk about that, and then you can talk about Eric Trump in he general. Did, yeah. He did. And I want to make sure I put it in context, right? Because sure. I don't want anybody to say, oh, well, that's not what he said. He said, you know, he started out by saying a vote for da 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 uh, is a vote for a candidate who mm-hmm. doesn't really need the job. I just took it out of context. Like, not out of context, but like I just... Like you know, condense that down sure. and just said basically it is a vote for it is what he said a vote for a candidate who doesn't need the job yeah. and mm-hmm. Donald Trump does not need this job and um, in my opinion I know there's a lot of Trump fans out there um, but uh, that was the most honest thing that anybody ever said on that stage I mean to the point where we talked about yesterday even um, Melania didn't really talk about Trump all that much in, in terms of their personal life so nobody's getting out there except for Eric and except for Donald Jr who's actually getting out there Ivanka will do a much better job uh, than anybody uh, introducing yeah, her father tomorrow right. but um, for the most part um, that was stuck out to me mm-hmm. in, in Eric's speech uh, there's a lot of other stuff you talked about the red meat talking about the second amendment pledge of allegiance sure, certainly right. things certainly things that I don't think the these, these these liberal kids who went to Wharton 
um, actually believe mm -hmm. um, what they're saying up there. You mean these kids who aren't registered Republicans? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. uh, I'll start with the only positive thing that he said, other than "don't need the country." But I, I truly believe that Trump does love the country, and that's what Eric tried to hit home was he does love the country. Like you can argue about his policies or whatever, but I think at the end of the day, Donald oh, yeah. Trump is somebody that actually loves the country. Yeah. Um, because the rest of us and the other not saying that they don't. I'm saying that in general. Right. I yeah. truly, I truly right. believe yeah. anybody is going to There are people who firmly believe that Barack. Obama hates America. Right. right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it, it is a point worth making about a candidate yeah. that, yes, I believe that Donald Trump obviously loves, loves America the country, right? and he loves the no, opportunities he loves himself more. Him. Of course. That's the yes, difference. Like, he loves yeah. America, but he loves himself yeah. more. Yeah. Um, you know, I also wrote down, you know, he said, my father is running for you. Um, I think that was, they're, they're trying to allude to the I'm with her uh, right, portion right. of that. Um, but at the end of the day, like I always say, his policies and everything, his rhetoric says something mm -hmm. different. Um, and he's not actually running for anything that other than Donald Trump himself. Um, and then you t you brought up the uh, the ice skating rink, but I actually wrote down the hotel. Uh, he brought up the old, old post office in D.C. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, he, as if he was doing D.C. a favor, but he really was bringing another Trump business to D.C. And obviously that is not going to be done. He said it's going to be done, what, like next summer or something like yep. that. So it wasn't really doing the city a favor no. and like saving this old post office, a whole an old historic site. It was actually just bringing another Trump hotel um, to downtown D.C. Right. Uh, we're uh, mm -hmm. running a little light on time at this point, so I wanted to move it on to uh, Mike mm -hmm. Pence. And uh, I'll, yeah, <laughs> unlike Mike Pence, we can't go long. Uh, <laughs> so, Scott, your overall reaction to what Mike Pence had to say. Well, real, I just want to add a Absolutely. couple things really fast about Eric is, is I thought he was actually better than Don Jr. at getting the message out about his father. I thought it was more coherent. The message was really on point. The only thing I disagreed with him was the big thing on infrastructure when he was talking about his father traveling around the world and how bad our infrastructure is. I keep thinking, well, Republicans have been the ones that have been voting against infrastructure for years, so that was kind of laughable. Um, and, of course, he never mentioned anything with minorities when he was mentioning all these people that he, uh, that Trump was... Uh, for. Yeah, it was for. Running No for. minorities at all mentioned. <laughs> uh, so that was um, a, an interesting point that stuck out. But Mike Pence... I have this weird. He he looks very plasticky and weird, bizarre. But also, he reminds me of Warren Harding. I know it's a weird. Oh, <laughs> he, has it that, he has that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> really throwing it back. But he has that. Like, if I was going to central casting and I was going to cast a politician to play the role, it would be Mike Pence. He has that that look. Um, I didn't think that um, his his speech really helped. I mean, and, and I kept thinking because Ted Cruz was on earlier. This was the guy that he's tweeting and was supporting right up through the primary on May 3rd in Indiana. And, and it, so it just came across so fake and weird for him to be now pretending to support Trump. And, um, you know, the whole beginning, I'm a, a Christian, a conservative and a Republican in that order. And, you know, trying to throw out that red meat to everybody. And it just, to me, really fell flat. The, tip, the political tiptoeing around. Uh, he just says what he wants. Speaking of Trump, you know, no political correctness, and that was supposed to be uh, okay. So now Trump can say whatever he wants. Right. And of course, the big one about this uh, Hillary Clinton wanting the promotion because she's secretary of the status quo. That was funny. It was funny, and there were a couple <laughs> yeah, points I that made actually, me laugh. I <laughs> Some I of his little down, things yeah. uh, were were funny, but I still think overall his speech was not strong enough 
and, and I just kept thinking about I it mean, because it, of it, it what felt, he needed to, to present. It, it was a little reminiscent of what I kind of remember Republican VP candidates' speeches like. It, it was a very Jack Kemp kind of speech. Well, yeah, you I, know? Can say, I can see it's Jack Kemp with that. You know, yeah, there, but there was nothing... But he's no Jack Kennedy. He, yeah. he's, no, he's no Jack Kemp either. <laughs> yeah, no Jack uh, Kemp either. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, one of the things that he talked about was that the national debt has doubled in these eight years under President right. Obama. Um, I thought it might be worth pointing out that uh, the previous eight years under President Bush had mm-hmm. also doubled. So, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. It's like, yeah, it's a fact, but, uh, you know, I think that's just kind of what happens. Exactly. Um, again, keeping in mind that we only have a few minutes, uh, Drexel, your thoughts on Mike Pence? Um, first off, I thought Paul Ryan did a better job of introing Mike Pence. <laughs> Are we going to see him every night, by the way? Pence right. More he Paul has a Ryan. Speaker yeah. Yeah. Than Donald Trump did announcing yeah. him last yeah, week. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Um, and better than Mike Pence's speech. I thought Paul Ryan's intro was yeah, better. Right. I thought he did a really great job of introducing his family. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this kind of all-American family talked about his immigrant grandfather. Mm-hmm. He talked about his family building their I liked business. when his mom stood I, up. His I did mom too. Yeah. Stood he introduced up. his mom. I, his, I think yeah. he loves his mom more than he loves his, his wife. wife. Or at least the mom got a lot more lives. A special lady. Well, and then his, his lieutenant and colonel. Old. She gets attention when you're old and right. you're standing up, and everyone's like, oh, It's like a oh, five mom. minute long <laughs> ovation. It was. His lieutenant colonel, Marine's son, I thought that mm-hmm. was a really That's great introduction nice, yeah. to his family. Yeah. Um, you know, he talked about being a former Democrat, you know, mm-hmm. before he voted for Ronald Reagan. Um, and then he talked about his leadership in, in Indiana as if it was going to be able to help Donald Trump. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, as, as the, pres- as right. the presidency, like, you know, gave, I said he gave. Uh, wrote down points about his leadership in Indiana's reasons why Trump should be president. Like, I don't think that that, like, Mm-mm. that's not going to help Translate. him out any. And, uh, and then I wrote down if, um, if calling HRC, uh, the secretary of status quo is the only thing that Mike Pence can come up with. Mm-hmm. I think Republicans are going to be in a bit of trouble if that's all that Mike Pence can come up with in terms of an attack on Hillary Clinton. Right. 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 That, no, yeah, it, he, it, he's not the attack dog as, right. as we were kind and of saying yesterday. yesterday. He's, right. the, he's the opposite. Yeah. Uh, so, Chelsea, I know that uh, what stood out to you was uh, that he said about Donald Trump that you can't fake good kids. You don't have to only <laughs> no, talk about that, right. but start with that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. give us your thoughts on... Uh, I was like, really? I think you can fake great I think, kids Yeah, I think we all minutes. know people mm-hmm. who ha- who fake how great their kids are, how well they're doing, mm-hmm. and then when you really scratch me at the surface, like, oh my God, their kids are so messed oh, up. Right, how perfect I, they are. I do, these do yeah. seem like good kids, but I mm-hmm. feel like you can absolutely fake good kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was kind of cute how he was trying to play the... Uh, you know, Donald Trump is is loud and colorful and charismatic, right. and they picked me because they're looking to balance out mm-hmm, the ticket. Mm-hmm. Oh, how cute and mm-hmm. uh, humbling he is! Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 humility. He's trying to bring humility to the to the ticket. <laughs> it's sorely lacking. Uh, he um, he was shockingly candid about how surprised he was to be selected. Yes. I thought that that was very interesting, mm-hmm. and he said, "I'm new to this." campaign uh, didn't say that he had supported Cruz before but right. <laughs> uh, it, it was like you, you probably want to leave these details out but yeah. thanks for yeah. being that uh, <laughs> transparent and uh, I, some of the things just like didn't make sense to me like Americans have been told that this is as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. Really? Who said that? <laughs> yeah. No, right. I, I hope right. not, I by the way. <laughs> right. yeah. I don't, I don't think anybody's been And then Hillary invented Obamacare, but didn't Romney 
do a very similar. Well, there was Romnicare Care in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Heritage no, no. Foundation. That's he, all conservative. Yeah, that was, and that's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't care enough to compare what Hillary proposed mm-hmm. uh, during her <laughs> husband's administration and, and what it was. Uh, by the way, uh, in the chat room, uh, username DVD seventy eight mm-hmm. said that Pence did fine. We're not saying he didn't do fine. No. He just it, it was you know what. You want out of your nominee, and look, she's a very polarizing figure. In fact, most people hate her on both sides. Sarah Palin's speech in 2008, yeah. that was, you know, she like burned the place down. She did. Right. And the problem was McCain was never going to deliver a speech that even compared to that. But, uh, you know, that's what we're talking no, about. And, and I, thought Ryan, Ryan, I, I, I thought Paul Ryan's speech was good in 2012. Yeah. I do have to say that probably my favorite line of the Mike Pence speech was when he said that uh, Hispanics respect the laws. And I was like, oh, he forgot to run that by Donald. (laughs) Donald says that we're all rapists and criminals. So they're already not on the same page. I don't know how that's going to bode in the future partnership. Uh, But... Uh, other than that, it's kind of well, like womp womp. Talk about the weird air kiss thing, too. I oh. mean, that was awkward and weird oh, at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, that, all that. Yeah, all that, that made me wish that my DVR had run out yeah. of <laughs> I think I just, I just want to point out that we talk a lot about, um, obviously, to that to the, that user's point, you know, just talking about Mike Pence did fine. Yeah, yeah. we are perfectly, like, yeah. I, might, I might be, uh, you know, supporting Hillary Clinton uh, and, and a lot of different candidates down the ballot here in California, Kamala Harris. You know, mm-hmm. if you're a Loretta Sanchez fan, that's fine. But... That doesn't mean we can't look objectively at these speeches and say, yeah. here is exactly right. what we think about these. You know, next week we're going to be doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether or not we believe President Obama's speech was effective, whether or not we believe Bill Clinton's speech was effective, which we know mm-hmm. Bill Clinton's speech will be effective. Um, Chelsea and Bernie Sanders, for the most part, are oh, these gosh, speeches going to be... Gosh, then I have be... to live the eight years again of... Pe- people asking my name Chelsea and then being like like Chelsea Clinton <laughs> yeah. I was so right. happy that that was it'll, over it'll, and now it'll, 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 she's going to be interesting the 90s are back again so we, we can look at everything pretty yeah. objective yeah. Well, I want to really grab one quote from uh, Mike Pence before I, I uh, dive into a little bit of the feedback even though we have a few minutes uh, one of the things that Mike Pence said was uh, a lot of people out there feel that Democrats have taken them for granted. And that's exactly who's voting for Donald Trump. I Mm -hmm. think a lot of people are like, I don't understand how anyone could vote for Donald Trump. But and there's a lot of reasons why you might. It could be that you hate Hillary. It could be that you know you do feel like that this is a party that takes you for granted. Right. And there aren't a lot of minority uh, people that are out there speaking on behalf of Trump. But those who are do feel like you know what Democrats always figure I'm going to vote for them. Right. I you know I choose uh, something different. And in fact tomorrow night uh, we're going to have uh, via Skype a friend of mine from New York who's going to stay up very late to do Ooh, the show with us. Uh, her name's Shalair Miller and she's very funny. She's uh, outspoken. Spoken, and uh, I point out that she's black because of the fact that she is very outspoken in her support of Trump. Uh, so uh, it'll be very interesting to get her uh, standpoint. Uh, that was some of the most consistent feedback that uh, we got was, hey, why not one Trump supporter on there? And I did yeah. point out to one of the users, you know, this is Hollywood. They're not, it's not like they're all <laughs> knocking on the door looking here. Uh, we are going to have somebody on the panel. I thought he was going to be with us tomorrow night. He won't be with us until uh, next week. Uh, but Just uh, in time. yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> He's going to have plenty to talk about. <laughs> yeah, <Which> so <laughs> right, exactly. And so uh, we had a, a, some great interaction with a storage yard resident who is actually Charles in San Jose. Mm-hmm. And look, we appreciate you listening yeah. and and watching the show. Uh, and you know, I think in general he appreciated the fact that After Buzz was doing this, mm-hmm. having a political show. Uh, he just wanted you know his voice to be heard. And I think you guys had a great back and forth, Drexel. You yeah. come. 
commented on him. Uh, you know, and that this is hardly a Hillary Clinton love fest. We're not really talking that much about her I because do right. you do not love Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, you uh, and uh, you know. Next week is going to be her convention where there'll be a, a lot of her negatives to point out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll critique the speakers in that, uh, you know, at, at, at next week's convention in Philadelphia just as much as we have mm-hmm. there. But it will be a Hillary Love Fest next week. <laughs> at the convention. <laughs> at the convention. At the convention. Exactly. Well, we'll see, you know. Yeah. I mean, because, uh, you know, it just depends. Uh, you know, sometimes. Mm-hmm. What if she's tired, Hillary? Is she the Hillary that's going to cough for four minutes? Is she the Hillary that, uh, you know, is angry? Yeah, the screaming uh, yeah. Hillary. I don't know. Right, exactly. See. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow yeah, night. Yeah. As I mentioned, uh, we'll have a special guest via Skype, uh, and we will react to. The big night, yes. the Donald Trump mm-hmm. speech uh, for Ooh. myself at Christian DMZ, Christian Blatt, for Scott Moore at S Man 80, mm-hmm. and Drexel Hurd at Drexel Hurd, Chelsea Galicia at Chelsea Galicia. Don't forget, we're at Trump Hillary mm-hmm. 16. Follow us there, like us on YouTube, comment, rate us on iTunes. We'll see you guys tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Pacific time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 